Hey, history fans, if you want a double dose of history, here's a rerun for today, brought to you by Tracy V. Wilson. We hope it makes previous episodes for this date easier to find in the feed. Welcome to this day in history class from HowStuffWorks.com and from the desk of Stuff You Missed in History Class. It's the show where we explore the past one day at a time with a quick look at what happened today in history. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Tracy V. Wilson, and it's December 22nd. Alfred Dreyfus was wrongfully convicted of selling military secrets to Germany on this day in 1894. He was sentenced to military degradation and exile for life. Most English speakers in the United States say his name Dreyfus and call this the Dreyfus Affair, but in French, it is a lot more like Dreyfus. Dreyfus had decided to join the military as a young man after witnessing the German occupation of his hometown and the French defeat in the Franco-Prussian War. He graduated with honors from École Polytechnique, and he became the first Jewish officer on the general staff at the headquarters of the French Ministry of War. On December 26th of 1894, a document was intercepted that was addressed to the German military attaché, Lieutenant Colonel Max von Schwarzkoppen. And then that October, Dreyfus was charged with this crime. There were a lot of reasons that the military had for suspecting him. He was from Alsace, which had been under German control since the Franco-Prussian War. He had access to the information in question thanks to his position— His handwriting was supposedly similar to the handwriting in the documents, and he was Jewish. Several openly anti-Semitic officers said quite plainly that being Jewish made him suspect. He was convicted in a closed court-martial and publicly degraded on January 5, 1895. He was then transported to prison and ultimately held in solitary confinement on Devil's Island. His family, especially his wife and his brother, believed his innocence from the very start, and he steadfastly maintained that he was not guilty. They fought for a retrial for him, and gradually members of the general public started to call for a retrial as well. Emile Zola's famous Jacques letter, published in a newsletter called L'Aurore, was printed on January 13th of 1898, This letter took up the whole front page, and it accused the military and others of a cover-up. He was put on trial for defaming the French military, convicted of libel, and sentenced to a year in prison and 3,000 francs. He was forced into exile in London. Then Georges Picard, chief of intelligence, found compelling evidence that another French officer, Ferdinand Valsine Esterhazy, was the real culprit. And this was true. That was the real culprit. This man had offered his services to von Schwarzkoppen on July 20th, 1894. He had been paid on August 15th. And this was his message, not Dreyfus's, that had been intercepted. Picard was ordered not to pursue this matter, but he continued on in defiance of that order. There was eventually a court-martial, but Esterhazy was acquitted, and Picard was removed from his position and sent on a series of dangerous missions to get him out of the way. This blossomed into a major schism in France. The Dreyfusards and anti-Dreyfusards lined up for and against reopening the case. This led to all kinds of political cartoons, many of them extremely anti-Semitic and full of disparaging stereotypes, 
was also tied up in thoughts about the military, with the Dreyfusards wanting the military to be overseen by Parliament and the anti-Dreyfusards arguing that this whole affair was damaging the military. This all spread well beyond France, with writers and composers and artists and world leaders and other prominent people all taking sides. In August of 1898, it was discovered that one of the documents that had been used to convict Dreyfus was a forgery, and one officer admitted that he had fabricated this document in order to get a conviction. A retrial was held in June of 1899. Once again, Dreyfus was convicted, but this time he was given a reduced sentence. This led to international outrage. He was offered a pardon not long after that because he was in poor health, But he and his family continued to seek exoneration. They didn't just want him free. They wanted his name cleared. Another retrial was held in 1903. And finally, in 1906, Dreyfus was exonerated. He was innocent of all charges. He was restored to his position of major. Picard was also reinstated and promoted to Brigadier General. And the French army publicly declared that Dreyfus was innocent. They did that in 1995. Before we close out today's episode, for the next week, my co-host on Stuff You Missed in History class, Holly Fry, will be filling in for me on this show. Because of the very weird time travel nature of this podcast, that was to help me cover some time out of the office back in November. So thanks, Holly. Thanks also to Christopher Hasiotis for his research work on today's show and to Casey Pegram and Chandler Mays for their audio work on this show. You can subscribe to the Stay in History class on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever else you get podcasts. Tune in tomorrow for one of the world's most famous patrons. 